There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. CL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to The Morning After, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, Doug, to January 4th, 2024. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. Just absolutely thrilled. I don't like the little colder weather, but, you know, I'll get through it. Is today colder than... It's low. Well, I think it's upper 30s now. It I... hits you hard, like, the time I get up and out. It's like the dead of cold. Yeah. And like, the coldest it could possibly... You're getting up at 3.30 or something? I get up about four, oh. five-minute shower and teeth brush out the door. About 4.15, 4.8. Is your car in a garage? No, I've never actually parked my car in a garage. What about a carport? Those are nice. See, we had one in a Webster Grove. Did that come off as a brag? It did. Yeah. Off of Chamberlain, there's this old Super 8 motel turned into an apartment. Yeah. Horrible. Um, but we stayed there, and the reason we went there was we, there was a carport with two parking spots. Two slots. Two slots. So pumped, get covered. Mm, yeah. Come to find out after the fact, my Jeep doesn't fit in the spots. Oh. So I didn't even get to park there. So I've oh. never parked a garage. I'll take a Super 8. It's pretty, it's, I mean, it had a pool, but then the grill got pushed in it by a, a, a tenant that got kicked out. So then oh. we just had a, a grill on the bottom of our pool for like a month. I have a neighbor who bought a nice new pickup truck, was so excited about it, it won't fit in his garage. It's too long. <laughs> he was crushed, crestfallen. <laughs> Uh, you can tell your stories of uh, carports, 314-881-TMA5. Uh, and you are also welcome to call in. We took a couple calls yesterday. Doug, Caller Adam was on hold. Was uh, Caller Adam, that was not Jackson's fault that you weren't on the air. I didn't see it. Jackson texts me to let me know when people are uh, on hold. And I just didn't see the text. So, uh, Caller Adam, uh, Doug, I know you wanted to hear from him. Not really, and not, no. Yesterday, he did call in, 636-9004-TMA. We haven't had a lady call in yet, which is a little surprising. Yeah. Uh, but we have had one email into the program, and she has been on the air before. She sent it to, I believe, all of us, if I'm not mistaken, in our Hubbard email. And uh, oh, I, I got the block. Those, yeah, those blocks. So you did not see. It. I didn't see it. Uh, let's see. Is this caller Ellen? That's a school teacher. Uh, I was she a school teacher? Okay. Uh, no, this was just sent to me. I apologize. Okay, okay, okay. Remember that Joe Pesci was that Lethal Weapon two? I don't Lethal know. Lethal Weapon three? You would always say okay, okay, okay. I, I thought that was McConaughey. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that was all right, all right, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think Family Guy did it. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know that's a joke, but I think that is. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Congrats, Mizzou beat Ohio State. I do. I don't think I've necessarily been running around celebrating that, but maybe. Tim, you need to calm down. <laughs> I mean, it's a bull. Uh, I do think this helps the program as a whole here in Missouri, but they didn't really, really beat Ohio State. They won a bowl game that really only mattered to one team. Happy New Year, boys. That's from hashtag Buckeye Girl. Is she the school teacher? Buckeye Girl. No, when you said she emailed all of us, I thought you were talking about that Brianna Coppage's oh. friend who emailed and said ah. she wanted to come. Erica Swings. I think she, didn't she email Jackson, said I want to come on the show. Jackson? Who's this? Erica Swings. Wasn't she the uh, Shaker Heights? Doug. Yeah. Oh, she, email Doug. She emailed Doug. Is she not the yeah. Shaker Heights, like, Buckeye Girl? Gangbang Girl? No, Buckeye Girl was just oh. some, some, she, uh, we offered, like, 20 bucks to any girl who called in, and her boyfriend oh. made, him, or made her, okay. and then she became Buckeye Girl. Yeah, I heard Cam Wex do that one time, and I thought, yeah. We, yeah. Ought, we ought to do it. Right. She's trying to take some of the air out of the Mizzou balloon. That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Seriously, having a panic attack. What about the Blake Baker news? Is that going to take that, any of the air out of the balloon? That's crushing. Well, it's not done. Well, no, but I'm just... For those not familiar with it, uh, Blake Baker is uh, mentioned as uh, the top candidate to replace Doug Matt House. And you probably say, who's Matt House? <laughs> Who is this Matt House, and why is he chirping? Uh, he was let go yesterday by Brian Kelly. Uh, you know him as a Southern debutante mm-hmm. who grinds on recruits. The LSU defense left those in the state of Louisiana wanting more this year. Well, sure. As Wisconsin and their high-powered offense nearly was able to outscore LSU in whatever bowl they played in uh, on Reli- New Year's Day. Reliaquist Bowl? There it was. No. Yeah. And, uh, and so Brian Kelly blew out the defensive staff, which included former DeSmet coach Robert Steeples. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you have success. People come after your people. That's, that's exactly the, right. That's the, the nature yeah. of the beast. Yeah. But you're going from one D coordinator to another D coordinator. Mizzou is probably going to be better than LSU. I don't know who they have replacing Daniels. And Drinko's are probably going to make extension and a raise, so he'll stay. I can't believe Daniels. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to. Sometimes you say names that aren't... J.J. Jaden. Oh, okay. That, that one made sense. That was accurate. Okay. I apologize. I, I hear Daniels in college football, and I assume it's somebody who is calling Chase Daniel the wrong name. Right. Kind of like Brady Cooks mm-hmm. was the offensive MVP of the Cotton Bowl, according to the Cotton Bowl representative on the stage. Yes. And I go, my God, we're back to Chase Daniels and now Brady <laughs> Cooks, yeah. Blaine Gabbert's, yeah, so James unless Franklin's. It's, unless it's a huge raise to go to LSU, I mean, why would you leave? Well, his wife uh, went to LSU and played soccer there, uh, and he went to Tulane, so the family has Louisiana roots. Um, I was texting with the colonel this morning, and uh, I said, uh, let's see, what did I say? Doug, here, I'll tell you. Okay. Fun with percentages. This is is what Gabe gets from me in the 6 o'clock hour. Jackson gets audio requests. Gabe gets my Mizzou fandom texts. I'm sure he loves them. Uh, percentage Baker goes to LSU, 50.5. 50.5%. And I said, wow, wow, wow. He just said, wild guess. I said, when do you think it'll be put to bed? I would think by the end of the weekend, if not the end of the week. So there you go. Well, you just there's so many possible factors. You never know if he's got good friends on that staff, if they pay him a lot more money. Brian if... Kelly already fired him from LSU. Yeah. More fun facts. 
You, you don't know if, if he doesn't get along with Drinkwitz or if he does. Or he raved about else. Drinkwitz when he signed the extension. But some week. people like things and some people don't like other things. Got, so, therefore, sometimes people leave and you can't really figure out why. I think Iggy's right. Like, outside of the connection that Baker does have to the Louisiana and LSU specifically, I think Missouri is a better, I can't believe it, a better job for him. You get the number one player in the country at DN. You got a lot of great trampers at the defensive side of the football. And I think Missouri going to be better than LSU. I think it's less pressure. It's not as high-powered of a job overall in the blue blood world. Yeah. But I think next couple years, Missouri going to be in line, if not just a touch ahead of um, LSU. It's so for, hard for, to say that. For the record, Missouri's non-conference schedules we've talked about. Now, Doug's excited about it just because he loves New England autumn foliage. I do, yeah. Uh, but they do get to play Boston College, and that'll be in Columbia. But we're going to go up to Boston a, to see the foliage, but B, just to do kind of a little scouting report. And TMA just rough remote. up some Northeast Quadrant. That's correct. Guys in Southie, my, my mm-hmm. people, my, UMass, my ancestors. Uh, and then, of course, UMass, uh, the, the trip that, you know, some people are excited about Tuscaloosa in October. I'm more excited about Amherst. But again, mm-hmm. as Doug just said, some people like things and some people don't like other things. Yeah. Missouri's non-conference schedule got to be I can't imagine there being an easier one in no. in the SEC in 2024 maybe somebody will be able to provide one with maybe Vanderbilt perhaps uh, and then their conference schedule relatively speaking at least for what teams were in 2023 not that difficult who knows what the hell they'll be because who would have expected Missouri to be an 11 win team yeah. in 2023 Things change. With that said, who does LSU play? Well, they open things up with USC. That'll be a test for the defensive coordinator, even though Iggy's guy is no longer there, Caleb Williams. Then they play a team you always have kind of monitored, Doug, and that's Nichols. I closely monitor Nichols. They got some good athletes. They've got some guys who aren't very good athletes. But these guys will fasten their chin straps, and they'll put their hands in the dirt when they have to, and on occasion even pin their ears back. Don't sleep on this Nichols bunch. Are there some clubs who don't fasten their chin straps? Florida State didn't fasten them. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, they I thought they, they were just... super. I'm going to tweet that out. They look super loose. Yeah. <laughs> Free and easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, then they will take on an SEC opponent. Uh, that is South Carolina. And then they, whereas Missouri's doing a tour of the Northeast next year, uh, LSU's doing a tour of Southern California. They play a USC on September 1st and then UCLA on September 21st. Did they switch conferences? And no. We didn't get the... That's the kind of non-conference schedule I like and respect. <clears throat> so, I'll tell you one, something, something about USC to look forward to next year. I know Caleb Williams is leaving, probably the number one pick. Uh, is it Miller Moss? Yeah, from USC? Yeah. The backup quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, he was great in the Got six touchdowns yeah. and... Uh, they love this kid. He's got some swagger. So. <laughs> Is this the Pac-12 talk? Look out. <laughs> now Big Ten. Look out for USC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Doug, you love Nichols and the fact that they fasten their chin straps? Yes, they do. So after LSU takes on USC and UCLA, then they get South Alabama. And I just think there's a chance they're in the same conference, but honestly, I don't have the time to look that up. No. Back to the SEC they go. They take on Ole Miss. And hotty toddy, good God almighty, they, of course, have a lot of St. Louisans who go to Ole Miss. Well, those mm-hmm. St. Louisans are excited because they think that might be a national championship contender next year. So LSU, in their first five games, while you're focused on Nichols, yeah. they get USC, South Carolina might not have a whole lot doing, no Spencer Rattler this year, uh, UCLA, and Ole Miss, and that's just October 12th. Then they get Arkansas, A&M, Alabama, 
Florida, Vanderbilt, and Oklahoma. I think we would all agree that LSU will have a tougher go of it, even if they have a better team than Missouri Mm -hmm. next year just based on the schedule. That is a big part of college football, um, as much as one may want to acknowledge it or not. In other words, it is favorable for Missouri next year. There's no way Blake Baker thinks that he, nor should he, by the way, uh, he, he may have the most equity of uh, any defensive coordinator in the SEC, which is really saying something as far as his marketability at this moment, that he will be the defensive coordinator at Missouri in two years. It's just not the mindset. Now, that might mm-hmm. sound weird to some fans, but these guys are not lifelong defensive coordinators. They want to be head coaches. Once you get to that position, that is the next step. This would be a great opportunity for him, but it could be a hell of a challenge to go into LSU. On the other side of it, if you feel bullish on what Missouri can do, then you position yourself to be a head coach in 2025, whereas it might be tougher to be a head coach, as odd as it might sound, after one year of defensive coordinator at LSU with that schedule. Well, family can have a strong pull on a, on a guy. I know I left a job in Miami that was a bigger town, more money than what I came here to St. Louis for. And the more I talk about it and think about it, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> you left Miami. But, I turned down New York. But Perfect. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Regrets. We've I've had, had a, a few. few. But, you know, that's what does it for a lot of people. They want to go where they're comfortable. they got family there. You know, that's, that's hard, to, hard to counteract that. And he has worked there. He went mm-hmm. to Tulane. So, um, yeah, th- this is the nature of the beast, though. This is, this, is, this is what I would anticipate Eli Drinkwitz will be dealing with if Missouri is indeed um, a playoff team and makes a run. I, I, that's, just, that's just part of the deal. And mm-hmm. considering that this is the year, and I love that Missouri fans and Gabe DeArmond, who I think is at this point without question the most uh, plugged in and respected reporter, uh, columnist, whatever, when it comes to Missouri football, that he's like, you go all in this year and you make the playoff and ideally host a playoff game. And it becomes the biggest game ever in Columbia, Missouri. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, what does that mean? Now, ideally, you're, you're liking to build a foundation and then you just continue the cycle like they've done and take your pick of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and Athens, Georgia, and Columbus, Ohio. But uh, that has not been the case at Missouri. And then you could have the drop-off for 2025. That would be the time that coordinators and potentially head coaches go, let's move on because our stock will never be higher. Yeah. So that's the decision Baker will have to make. Right. Well, if he does leave, you just have to hope that Mizzou has someone on the staff ready to step up and fill the shoes or that you're now in a position where you can recruit the next hot defensive coordinator from somewhere else. It's kind of like when you live in Warson Woods. You don't want to end up there forever. You should aspire to live in Ladue next. That's from Mr. Licks. It's just a little bit. You go down (laughs) Woodlawn just a little bit, and it turns into, what, Warson Road, and you're there. Yeah, it's it's very quick. And then OWCC is off on your left, and you'll see Doug and I getting work in. It's funny. I had an opportunity to go uh, into the NFL and didn't. That was the only chance I had to go in and didn't go. And when I take a pay cut to go, which was hard to do at that time. I know. I know what it is. Sometimes it's tough to leave those jobs. It, it to is. leave radio to go to the NFL, is, it's almost always a pay cut. <laughs> the NFL never. just doesn't make any money. <laughs> they don't have it to spend. Jackson, what do you think? You are our Columbia correspondent. So, I don't know. I, I would understand it from Blake Baker's perspective. Like, 
it's if you want to move up to head coach going from Mizzou's DC to LSU's DC, it's probably the right move. Really? Yeah, LSU has a lot they, more pedigree. Well, I think the opposite. Well, I, I understand Mizzou is going is like looking to be better next year, but LSU carries a lot more weight when you just say LSU than Missouri football, and that plays a factor into it. And if you can right the wrongs of what LSU's defense was, which was so bad, and Jaden Daniels was so good, and you can right that, that's a that's a big plus for you. It's a really big plus for you. So I understand it. I don't think it's like the death of Mizzou football next year. I'm not saying anyone's saying that, but. You know, there's other DCs out there. I would love Baker to stay, but you know, what kind of what Tim said: if you want to be a head coach, you don't stay at DC forever, and you try to find the next best job. So my point on that being, and this is not a shot at anything; it's just an observation. There is no way, and I would imagine even hardcore Missouri fans who hate some of the things I say would agree with this: that Blake Baker and Kirby Moore are on Missouri staff in 2026. Jackson, are you with that? Yeah, because either you've done well and, and you've gone, a job, or you get whacked. Or, yeah, in or this you, case, most yeah. likely the former, not the latter. Yeah, coordinators especially. Those guys. That's yeah, just the way that it is. Yeah, they don't. I mean, what's the longest yeah. tenured SEC coordinator? My God, I, mean, I know he's not SEC, guys. but a guy named Bud Foster was at Virginia Tech, and I recall when I was in Little Rock, he was either nominated or won the Broyles Award, which goes to the highest profile and most successful assistant coach in college football. And it was given out in, in Little Rock, Arkansas, named after Frank Broyles, who had a big run in Columbia, Missouri. Doug, how many years was he? Just a couple, I think. One, actually. Yeah. And, but was high on Mike Shannon. <laughs> yeah, he should have been. He, he yeah. was, uh, as Missouri quarterback. But he was a legend in Arkansas, and they named that. So Bud Foster was at Virginia Tech forever and never took a head coaching job, and he was Beamer's assistant uh, forever. But then he eventually retired, never being a head coach. Most of those guys in that spot you look at those nominees and or winners of that award, they're head coaches within a handful of years. Yeah. You look at some of the resumes on those assistant coaches, they move every year or two. Oh, absolutely. Some of it's them nuts when you Wikipedia those colleges. guys. It's insane. Huh. Like, what kind of way is that to live? Are they probably a young family and everything? But if you hit the, the lottery, then you become a guy who you can go, okay, well, I'm done. I'm Jimbo Fisher, and I yeah. maybe I'll take something for fun. I don't need to do anything again. That's why they and do even it. Eli Drinkwitz at this point has made you know enough to retire. And he's I don't even know if he's 40 yet. Oh, yeah, he'll make an up well, almost in it's, one it's, year. It's done. I mean, he's done. <laughs> he's up to $10 million a year right, now. You can shut it down. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, though, and Tim was talking about the schedules, if Mizzou has another year like they did last year, and with the schedule they have, you would think that's very doable, he's going to be a head coach in 2025. If he goes to LSU and has to try to turn that program around and doesn't do it, he's not a head coach in 2025. So then you're on board with where I'm coming from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and nothing against what Jackson said. If he has a great year at LSU, he probably does. But if he has the same year at Mizzou, he's going to have a head coaching job too. Yeah. So there's more of a, more of a, a chance he's going to be a head coach if he stays at Mizzou. You just don't know about the family connection. Sometimes that trumps everything else. That's right. How close is Williams Noire to Blake Baker? Uh, somebody's been texting in that if he goes to LSU, he thinks Winnery goes to LSU I didn't know because they were very thing. close. I didn't know the. I don't know on that, Jackson. I feel like you were about to chime in. I heard the mic open. And that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I would. I would be shocked if Winery left. Me to too. LSU. No, I'm. I'm not saying. I just go didn't to know a how. Depleted defense when he's making a ton in NIL in Missouri. Yeah. And Drinkwitz said never wavered once about coming to Missouri. So I, that would generally surprise me. You don't really commit in August, and then switch after a DC leaves. At least from. I mean, obviously we're living wild, wild west at the moment. But it's my thoughts. I meant for the future. I, 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 I think 
you know, he definitely committed this year, but you just never know. I didn't know how close he was to Blake Baker. I didn't know what the reasons were. He came to Missouri or if he... First Blake he interrupts, then he smacks his lips. The disrespect <laughs> is astounding. Doug, uh, it's Brian Henschen, who's clearly feeling the pressure of what's going on this mm-hmm. week with the Colts and the Texans. Who did I interrupt? <laughs> Brian Henschen, call in. Henson's probably got some time to take a deep breath now that his bowl games are completed. That's right. He's a bowl bowl executive. Yeah, he had a lot of work to do there for a while. Uh, Tim, you looked so hot with hair on that video that was posted yesterday. It made my brother and I weak in the knees. That's from Eric in the Central West Mm. End. I think a lot of guys pleasured themselves to that video. Buck Swope pulled up the video of me uh, anchoring in, in Little Rock. How'd you look? Hot. You know, put on the fan page. And he did put on the fan page, which you, of course, are not a member of, contrary to what I think are becoming accusations, not even rumors, about having a burner account. Jackson had to put my holiday pay into my time card yesterday. I don't even know how to do that. So I don't know how I'm supposed to set up a burner account. (laughs) Don't you just change it from, like, normal pay to just click holiday? I don't know. I hope, and that's what I did. I should probably have just watched him. <laughs> that would have been a good idea. Yeah. Or to do it myself. Good idea. That only happens twice a year, so yeah. no big deal. Yeah. All right, at least you got it done. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Mr. Licks trying to flex about living in his father-in-law's pool house in Ladue when MasterCard, Visa, and Amex are currently using every third-party collection agency out there to track him down. It's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Is he not paying his debts? Licks, licks owes some money? Well, it's possible, yeah. A lot of us are And he lives dead. at a pool house in Ladue? I think that's possible, I don't too. Know. I think he lives in Ladue. If you brag about living in Ladue, you probably don't live there. Uh, I don't know. I think there's something to what he's saying, I got to tell you. Yeah, it's just when you brag about all the stuff you have, you don't. I'm not saying this is isolated to licks. That's just an overall, overall premise. Yeah, I agree. Doug, watch this. Money talks, wealth whispers. And Doesn't now think really. about it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I can't. Speaking of wealth, how did we even get holiday pay if we were off Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Eve? I mean, vacation pay. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. It was my got vac- me thinking. Should I put in for it? No, wait. We were off. No, it was my vacation. It was you guys just got three weeks off. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the little oh, I put I put holidays. Oh, by then. Doug's trying to press a jack now. <laughs> no, Tim I didn't and know I if I left the money on the table there. Then I thought, wait, I didn't work any holidays. Hold so, on a second. You and I had to enter something different, and Doug, Plowhawk, and Jackson did, had to enter something Yeah, because you and I were on vacation, and they couldn't do the show uh, without us. So they said, let's give those guys the week off, too. So you're going to have to fill in anything. Hold on a second. The reason that the show didn't go on is because Plowhawk, Doug, and Jackson said they couldn't possibly go on without me and you in no, the studio. No, I'm kidding. No, you, but you I and think I were, that, that, were was, so. that was said without saying it. <laughs> no. You I guys, think everybody kind of no. was aware how those would go. You three could definitely do a show without us. <laughs> Doug, yeah. how's that make you feel yeah. after 40 years in the industry? You guys could definitely put something <laughs> A little together. pat on the ass. Yeah, and KG in O-Town is a full-timer here almost. <laughs> he could have come in. But the fact oh, is, sure. two people are going to be missing, so they said, the holidays, just take the week off. Yeah. And it didn't affect any spots or anything. It's the end of the year, so yeah. just take the week off. Okay. <laughs> All right. I thought maybe with that extra pay that I left on the table, I could have a home in Ladue, and, and I would brag about it if I did. <laughs> 
You took three vacation weeks last year. That's from Tracy Woodson. Uh, Doug, this TMA vacation tracker this year is going to be on. <laughs> I hope you do have bread. Yeah, I took three weeks. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, but you probably had at least uh, uh, three. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm supposed to get right. more than that. Right, actually. yeah. Wow. I, I actually counted it up it. since I'm well aware of the TMA vacation tracker, and I took a total of 15 days. There it is. And six of them were after, six of the nine were after uh, December, whatever the hell it was, probably mm -hmm. 17th. There's the official uh, vacation tracker. I did, I did 14 or 16, depending on if it was a sick, I don't know what sick days we get here. Yeah. So sick twice. Well, when you, you worry about taking these days thinking, I don't want to leave everybody in a lurch. I, I don't, like, kind of me, I don't like missing. And then when the vacation's over, you realize, wait, the world goes on just fine oh, without fine. me. And it was yeah. the greatest <laughs> week ever. Yep. I did nothing but spend time with my family and slept. It was the greatest. Like, oh, I don't need to go to wherever to be uh, content. Mm. Yeah, it's the best. But again, that's the Christmas, New Year's week where everybody's yeah. kind of right. relaxed. It's a different deal if you're doing it like in May or something. Yeah, after that 10 days off, it's confirmed I could 100% have a sugar mama and do absolutely nothing with the rest of my life and be so really? happy with that. Oh, oh come on. I could, take that, I could take that 10 days and turn it into 25 years. I don't think you could. Me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, after about, oh, after about a month up. and a half, you'd go, gosh, I'm bored to tears. Nope. Honey, I need some shopping money. Telling you, Doug, <laughs> I had sick. to kill a one-year non-compete from KMOV for the first four months or so. I was just doing radio. Just uh, it was morning grind time in 2005, and uh, and it was the greatest thing ever because I was playing golf at that time and uh, also poker. And I think it was around June, and I left KMOV in February, where I was bored out of my mind. Yeah, bored out of my mind. And the byproduct of that was starting inside STL.com. Well, I just didn't know what the hell to do with myself. KMOV probably would have gone out of business had you taken another job somewhere else. Thank you for saying that. Hence because one you're we not all complete. agree that these non-competes are not ethically grounded in, in law that no. would never, ever lose should someone go Kurt Flood mm -hmm. on these corporations. But also, ethically and morally, they're right that the employee should not be able to pursue other employment if they are... In, in, in retiring from one job or if they get fired, which is one of the most amazing parts of the non-community. You can get fired uh -huh. and then not be able to go work somewhere else. Right. Is that what an American or what? God's name is that? We, I don't think that. I, I would imagine 95-plus percent of the audience, can't, number one, doesn't know about it, because why would they? Most jobs don't have these. And number two, would be floored by it. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal. There are, there are a number of jobs that do have it, though. Yes, that are outside of broadcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I knew a veterinarian who, couldn't, who like, couldn't quit his job at one veterinary office and open another one within financial miles. Certainly. Well, if yeah. you get fired, it makes no sense, because they're firing but you thinking... But it does exist. Yeah, but it makes no sense saying yeah. you're not good enough to work here we don't like your work ethic you're not good but don't go anyplace else because you'll be good over there and well, put us out of business well if you suck at this place they fire you wouldn't you want them to go someplace else and no, suck at another station their point in that is that you're going to go get another offer somewhere and then do something to intentionally get fired so that That's they cool. fire you so yeah. you can go take another i've job. seen it a bunch the forest fires you could smash them from a mile away. They make yeah. two or three days because they're sick, and all of a sudden they have a brand new outfit on, and they mm -hmm. do nothing. Just start stealing stuff. <laughs> what are you stealing that for? You're fired. Oh, good. I can take, <laughs> yeah, that I can take that and make yeah. my 25% increase. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that, Ken. Really needed it. Zero out of 10 on that hijacking. Oh. That's from Brian Henschen, who's just really on, loaded. Henshin. 
loaded for bear. It's really getting old. <laughs> you do the same thing every day. He's feeling his own from all this bowl success. You trash everything I say. It's getting old. Get some new shtick. Wouldn't holiday pay imply you worked on a holiday? Also, aren't there more than two holidays over the course of the year? Do you concede the others in the name of Hubbard, you brown-nosing goofball? Colts and Texans on Saturday, that's not Sunday. And I'm curious to see how they stop David Carr and J.J. Watt. Any hoodles, I'd like to sponsor the Vacation Tracker. The TMA Vacation Tracker brought to you by the Indianapolis Star, which also sponsors the Rose Bowl Sunset. Wow. This engine's ha- he's this guy might be Milagro Tequila Lister of the Year material this he's year. He's going places. We could he's call a hustler. it. We could call it the Rose Bowl Sunset Spreadsheet. <laughs> and who am I brown nosing? <laughs> engine call in. Or do we have a lady on the line? Hi, boss. Can I get a credential for the Colts game this week? Okay, I'll do the high school stuff. Sorry. Amen. <laughs> Doug, it's the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, and we bring back the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown today as we open up the PGA Tour season in a matter of hours over in Hawaii. Mm. Munganass sponsored the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown and also the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And Jackson and I so far have done two QFTAs yesterday, of course, titled Parenting is Like Anal. Parenting is Like Anal. Oh. Isn't that what you titled it, Jackson? Yep. Why would you do that? Some people enjoy parenting and some people don't. Uh, no, I, I, the, the, the reason, for, let me wrap up the Munganess read real quick, though. <laughs> StLouisAcura.com, AltonToyota.com, it's where you can go shop. You can see these new cars, you can see these pre-owned cars, or would you like to deal with, what do you call them, Doug, muckrakers? No, the muckety-mucks. Muckety-mucks. <laughs> not, they're not muckrakers at all, no. <laughs> so Teddy Roosevelt called the press? I think I it think was. so, yeah. Uh, 314-252-0029. You can text or call Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganess, or in the service department, Ryan Seiberg. Uh, I was telling a little story, and I'm more comfortable telling it on the podcast than I am here because I try to try to not do. I, I, as a matter of fact, Doug, I, I raved about this, and you and I are the only one. I th- although I do think there's a chance that he has children, but you, you and I are the only one uh, who have raised children to date on this program. But I think that that Plowhawk will probably. Although it doesn't sound like you're certain. No, now you're engaged, in, though. We're in it now. You're out in. Oh, big announcement. Well, we we've been on the fence for. We just wow. We're in environments where we're, you know we see kids around and we you know think of the experience, and I think we want that experience. Sure, you do. So this will be your fourth kid then, because you basically have three kids with your dogs. Well, honestly, we'd ha- yeah we we would have the dogs as well. You won't think yeah. that way if you have. Everyone does that. It's very common. You have a dog when you're first together, and you go, "This is like our child." Then you have a child and say, "What the hell's a dog doing in the room? Get him out!" Well, of here. It, it all, happens. We want the attention going to the kid because obviously it will, and it right. should. Yeah. Uh, I think I would agree with you, but I still think we'd have a, a solid relationship there. But yeah, so we're gonna yeah, you still love pop out at least one, but it'll be probably a couple years. Don't say pop out. At least <laughs> pop one. out at least one. I like that. I think Madison would like that term. Okay. But I think I'm sure for, she'll be thinking my, that way when she's in labor. For my parents and her parents' sake, too, I know that's not the reason why we're doing it. Certainly, we want to do it on our own and no pressure for them. But it would be nice to see them as grandparents as well. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I think we've decided that. Jackson, you want children eventually, right? Yes. Yeah, kids are great, man. There you go. Mm, oh, yeah. It'll be the best time of your So life. what I was saying, and I said this on the podcast yesterday... 
that you, in my opinion, the Doug Vaughn Nirvana, but also minus really chastising Greg Vaughn for his inability to pull yeah. uh, a ball. Ah, one time. Uh, never really, like, you know, with especially with having three hours every day, it didn't become like a let-me-talk-about-my-kids show. I feel like there was a talk show host who that became a thing, and, they, and like, executives had to say, hey, you got to, oh, Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Yep. And so I, I yeah. kind of like, I'm like, I'm very conscious of like not trying to, you know, we all F, at least ideally, and therefore most likely we'll have children, you know. Oh, a funny story every now and then is great. Right. But it's, my son just got straight right. A's in second exactly. grade. No one wants to hear that. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I, I was looking across yeah. at Jackson as I was about to tell this little story yesterday. I said, I recall what it was like when I didn't have kids, especially when I was younger. And somebody starts going and telling so I'm like, oh, my God, I'd rather hear about your fantasy football team or a bad beat in the World Series of Poker. And then when you're, even if you're married and you don't have kids, you're like, oh, my God, holy crap, I just don't care. But in this particular case, I was just telling a, a little story about how I was going to hit golf balls in a simulator a couple days ago and brought my son. It was his last day of Christmas vacation. And I said, you don't have to hit balls. I don't care if you play golf. It's probably better if you don't. If you do, great, whatever. And so I just kind of, you know, I don't give a damn. Mm -hmm. Watch my phone while we go, but at least, you know, you'll be getting out of the house. And then sure enough, we get done, and it's 35 degrees, and we're walking out. I'm planning on going home. It's like 4 o'clock, and he goes, let's go play some holes. And I'm going, what in the hell? Where did this come from? Mm -hmm. So how does that tie into anal sex, you ask? Yeah, reasonable question. Because it doesn't, as and I don't know how many bottoms we have in our audience. I know we don't have any women. Most all of them that are texting in right now. All of the texters are bottoms. One hundred percent. Jackson, there's the title of this segment. (laughs) It's a top free zone. The 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 art of receiving anal is counterintuitive, and that's you know you have to actually push. In order to relax oh. the muscles to accept the strap on. <laughs> or if you're lucky enough, the wean. Oh. And what I was observing there, even though it was not strategic, is that by going, hey, I don't give a damn if you play, play, play whatever you want. I really don't care. It's probably better if you work on, like, he loves Legos. That's probably going to be better for you down the road than spending a bunch of time on a driving range like your father does. And so by letting go... It actually brought him in, mm. i.e., the sphincter muscles oh. letting go <laughs> and then welcoming that strap-on. Parenting Gosh. is like anal. And now it all makes sense, so and there's a master's like, thesis. You felt like a sphincter muscle? I did. Oh. That's a stretch. No, nice pun, inten- no pun intended. Oh. Nice. Did that thought come to your mind immediately? What am I, a sphincter? This kid wants to play golf? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say that if I said, you're going to, if I, I use the Judge Smell Spalding thing, you're going to mm. play golf and you'll like it. Yeah. I mean, I told Jackson, if Ella Reese and Abigail Mack were engaged in a daisy chain on the number one green in those, in the weather conditions that, that are out there right now, I wouldn't go out there. I have no interest in playing. I wouldn't want to play with Tiger Woods right now. I, I hate playing golf. When it's this cold, and to each their own. I know some people do. I know you've played it, although not when it's this cold. And Jackson's played. Cletus does every day. But I, but I personally don't. So I'll, if I want to hit a ball, I go into a simulator, and, and plus I like to track data. But 
since my son wanted to, I'm like, well, crap, yeah, you know, he just turned six a couple months ago. I'm going to go out there and do it. He wants to do it. And then he's like, can we play 18? I'm like, it's 4 o'clock, man. Look at the sun. It's about to... So we played four holes, and I'm freezing my ass off, but he wanted to do it. But I think he, I think if I would have said, hey, we're going to go play four go, four holes, he would have said, you got to be effing kidding me. Like, Can he literally. hit the ball all the way to the green on a par three? No, because that's, I mean, I guess if a par three were like 70, he can hit his ball 75 yards. Yeah. But, you know, at this point, he's six. I, I assumed you were down there at family golf. No. You were not there. Huh? No. Because he could reach those greens, probably. Yeah, he did. He played yeah. on, was he Was he on our team, right, Iggy? Damn near a hole-in-one. <laughs> yeah, he was on me, you, and Cletus, and like my a, dad, right? Went like three inches by the hole, <laughs> and like a foot really? and a half behind it. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. So he wanted to play, so I'm like, okay, cool. God bless, then I'll do it. Again, watch this. Parenting is like anal. Think about oh. it. Oh. Think about it. Master's Sphincter thesis. muscle and all that. Gaping. Gaping also. Okay. Uh, that pun was 100% intended, jackass. That's from Worst Texture oh, of the Year 2023, big old fan. I think making his debut. <laughs> okay. Now that was targeting there. Yeah. Iggy did not have that coming. I would like this a-hole to call in one day. We've been week. asking for big old fan to call yeah, in for one months. One day in 2024. We probably had call about 50 in. conversations with the guy. You think guess. he has called in? He's too close. He's he closer than we think to the show, I think. My guess... Mm, I'm sorry you had to hear that, Iggy. Well, we hear it all the time, me and Plowsy, so. Yeah. Call in. Take us a task on the air. Better yet, why don't you give us your name? Oh. Oh, well, here we go. Yeah, that You're way. You're going to rip him a new oh, rusty. Look, <laughs> look at this, look at that. I mean, that's already the drop for drop of the year. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, going to be tough to beat that. Yeah, why don't you just give us your name? I mean, you just hide behind big old fan and trash every day. Just call in, give us your name, real name, and let's have a conversation. Stephen Boundbrook, what's up, Steve? Yeah, like, I don't think it's Steve. <laughs> just a know. suggestion to you, big old fan. Quit hiding. Tension Kingsley. Tension sucks. Him and KG can go suck a hammer. Oh. Team strode for life. That's from Little Judy Suckins. How about that, Iggy? Oh. Little Judy Suckins. Well, it's not a either or. Sucking a hammer probably pretty easy depending on what end. Ball peen or claw? Ooh, you got to have the, the claw would be a tough little battle yeah, there. And then two texts above little Judy Suckins is Brian Henson saying big old fan sucks. Anyways, happy birthday, Kevin Miller. That's oh, Brian that's Henson. And he won, did he win fan page member of the year? I don't know. Back to back. Oh, wow. Kevin Miller did? Yep. Back to back champ. And he posts a lot of his uh, food, is that right? Yeah, Mm. a lot of crotch shots. I thought Kyle Meyerkoff kind of got screwed, but. Yeah, when you post, you know, 45 times a day, there's a lot of stuff you can look at, I guess. Proficient. He'll sometimes post just like old 60s actors and tell little stories. Mm. But it's always like a four photo post. Yeah, big fan. Two don't make sense. I like Kevin Miller a lot. One is like a hot Mm -hmm. dog on his lap in the car. (laughs) (laughs) When I was on there, it was always taking shots at his dog for some reason. At his dog? Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about getting back on there? On where? The fan page, what we're talking about. I was talking, I was talking about a dog. <laughs> On the fan page. No. I don't miss it at all. Damn page. Okay. <laughs> I See, don't that's know what why we were talking about. We were talking about Kevin Miller being fan. Well, I, I mentioned he always posts dogs. I don't know what he does now, but he always used to post, I get home to have dinner and look at this thing. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. there's a dog sitting at the table or something. Well, I enjoy dog posts myself. Jim, did you see what happened on the fan page last night? <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love Kevin Miller. 
Uh, yeah, Tim, you are right as always. As a parent, you have to open up and let things be. Just like I open up and let the finger queen check my engine. Oh. It's for the better good. You like that? It's for the better good. I don't like it. It's from no. Buzz. Buzz. Yeah, another lying finger story. So you don't think he's really getting fingered? I think everything he says now is fake. Wow. Oh, gosh. Declaration of war on Buzz that in is. 2024. Oh, he was a favorite there for a while. Yeah, then he came up with that one story that made no sense whatsoever, just trying too hard. The doctor. Yeah, no, that one was, we all believe that one. But then he, I don't know what it was. He made up a story about a threesome and, and we poked holes in it. Textures Wasn't there like an android in up in Bud at one point? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what he I said his buddy shoved up. Ange right up his ass. Out of all the a things, phone. they're probably yeah, right next to their bed. Yeah, he said he shoved a phone up his ass. And I said, this is impossible. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do with it? Never. <laughs> <laughs> and then they started berating me. His friend was just so drunk and kept coming up to the table. I am the guy that shoved it up. It's true. Like, Go away. Yeah, you didn't want to hear that. He didn't I like, like it when you call me Big Pop, but he didn't like it when I said go away. <laughs> Who do you want to call you? Who do you want to call you Big <laughs> no, Pop? That, that, that's uh, from uh, a song. Biggie well. Smalls. Yeah. Rest in peace, Chris Wallace. Uh, Doug, there are uh, a lot of people active in this YouTube chat, and it's wonderful to see the YouTube chat active this morning. Short King Strode, Midwest Butt Bandit, Don PP, Nate in Tallahassee, Ryan S., Eric Bishop, Carl Pelker, amongst others. Uh, in there, and you are welcome to uh, you are welcome to participate. YouTube.com slash TMASTL Jackson and I go live uh, on the uh, TMASTL channel on days where we don't have sound stories and we can do it. And there are two sound stories today. You have one, and Frank Cusimano off over campus. at KFNS has one. I have one off campus. Yeah, you're off campus, so then the off studio will be available. Correct, yes. You do have an off campus. Yeah. Good thing. Both are off campus because one's over at KFNS with Frank and one's uh, off campus because of the elevators. How about this yesterday? Well, you guys witnessed it, but I don't think, holy crap. I talked about it at the start of uh, Balloon Party. So Doug's asking me as we're leaving and I'm getting ready to go down the hallway and deal with the situation. I guess I need to call Peter Rep, who's general manager Mm -hmm. of Sound Story, to reschedule the Sound Story because the person Doug's going to be interviewing is in a wheelchair and has come here once and we had to call the day of I think to reschedule a second time because the elevator here has been out for I don't know I mean I think it's three weeks I think it's three weeks and this is a this is a building issue this isn't a Hubbard issue uh, so, you know, no need to blame Iggy or the Plowboy for the elevator situation here but at, the, at the radio station. But yeah, I it's suppose a part they couldn't get over the Oh, holidays. is that what it is? Yeah, there was some part they needed, and they couldn't get it over the holidays because everything was closed for the holiday week. So they said after the first, it would be fixed. So Could you get into your wood shop and maybe make a part? That's a nice question. I, I don't know. I mean, it's broke every other week, so it don't matter. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. And it's not a Hubbard thing, no. It's the elevator people. So they, needed, a task. so they needed a part, and it wasn't available. So either way, it's been three weeks. I would imagine that's probably a record in some capacity here. I mean, usually the thing's fixed within hours of it going yeah, down. Yeah, it is, usually. Whatever. So neither, neither here nor there. So Doug's asking me this question as I'm walking out of the door that, if you're watching on YouTube, is right behind Iggy, and I'm sure plenty of you have never seen the YouTube, and there's a door right behind Iggy, and then we walk out and had make a right, another right, and then we're down at 101 ESPN. As Doug's asking me the question, market manager John Kiowski is happening, I mean, just like running a post pattern. Mm-hmm. He's 
coming right across to go into the like break Travis room. Travis Kelsey over the middle. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Then, of course, I'm Patrick Mahomes. And so just because I see him and right behind me, you're asking me that question, I say, hey, John, is the elevator fixed? Just not even thinking anything of it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, it's fixed. I just keep the sign up saying it's broken so people get their steps in for fitness purposes early in the year. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my Took God. Took you to task. It was so <laughs> – he goes, what a dumb question. <laughs> and I go, my God, the timing of that was mm. so brilliant. Yeah. Because it was a horrifically dumb question. Well, Furthermore, having been in a spot, all being managing probably, I'd gather, about, oh, a hundredth of the, uh, the, the size of the revenue that he's managing, and you're dealing with a headache that I'm sure is driving him up the wall because it's out of his control, but then everybody asks him about it. I've been there, again, one one-hundredth. And and then somebody three weeks into it goes, hey, is that fixed yet? Mm-hmm. You're probably, with the benefit of hindsight, not necessarily in a good place about mm-hmm. it, especially when some dumbass opens up the door to his HD2 studio and says, hey, is that, is that, fix that. If it's is not that fixed, fixed get even it though fixed. there's a sign saying, mm-hmm. but I always take the steps anyway, so I have no idea if the thing's operating or not. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought at that point we all might be let go or I'd just be let go. Right. And we thought uh, that yesterday could have been the final balloon party. But, uh, Jackson, I guess we're back today. Uh, I haven't heard otherwise. So. And so what is uh, lined up for today's show? Because Doug likes to monitor it. So much. I mean, I don't know if an hour is enough, but we'll have the Willow Piddles Thursday thoroughfare. Which means what? It means exactly what it says, Doug. It's a thoroughfare. You know, you, you come on in, you don't know what you can expect, but you know it's going to be good. So you got nothing. It means you got nothing, and whatever you can think of at the last minute, that's the show. Mm, that's painfully accurate, but okay. it's well, unimportant. Yeah, What's had it? Jackson not raved about the sunset at the Rose Bowl at about 9.45 on TMA yesterday, I don't know what we would have done on Balloon Party, because that carried the entire show. Oh, it did? People yeah. were talking about that? What's the difference between a thoroughfare and an intersection? Nice. An intersection? And a thoroughfare. An intersection is where two that? roads... Intersect. What's a thoroughfare? Thoroughfare would just be a road. All right, what's the difference between a thir- thoroughfare, a road, and a highway? Probably nothing. All right, well, then get rid of thoroughfare. It's hard to say. Wow, there you well, go, Jackson. Change it up. Boulevard right. and Avenue. You want those stricken from the record also? What's that? A boulevard and an avenue. Who are you, Alfred Einstein? Well, those are <laughs> streets. I'm just going to call this one Ken's Mixed Bag. Well, so is a thoroughfare. No, it's nothing against your title. I just don't know what, why you have to use road, thoroughfare, highway. Lane. I Get rid of two of them. Too late. Sorry, Ken's Mixed I Bag, baby. I Spanish-speaking woman. I really, really, really do. <laughs> that wasn't a shot at your title of your show. It was... Horny as hell. It was, there's too many words that don't need to be used. Why do we park on a driveway and drive on a parkway? So you're saying we should simplify, <laughs> consolidate some yeah, of the... Uh, yeah, not you using vernacular. it. Just... just Dictionaries. There's too many words. You don't need them all. Well, most people are kind of okay with it. You can use words in different ways. There's different Starting to be words to attracted to my wife's father. Colonel. Forgot about the colonel. Colonel following up, by the way. He's. This is when Gabe thought. You know, Gabe thought on Friday night after the Ohio State game. That he could kind of ride into the sunset. Yeah, he had to go to Mizzou Arena and watch the basketball team play Central Arkansas. But you know what? Mm. It's kind of like going to a hockey game. You have an idea. It's not going to be a long day. He knows most people don't give a damn. And he can kind of (sighs) exhale. And now 
even after the contracts are signed by Drinkwitz, Baker, and Moore, he's right back in it. Yeah. Like uh, Michael Corleone in Godfather Part Three, and he's dealing with it. I said, is there a baker Winery connection? He said, I mean, he's the D.C., but he wasn't the main recruiter. But I've learned in the last three weeks that Notre Dame and LSU are lateral moves at best from Mizzou. So there's that. Colonel's getting frustrated. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's not the that, – it's true this year, not in the, like, the grand scheme. But if I'm Blake Baker and I'm going to a job next year or like a head coaching job in two years, I think I'd stay where I'm at, try to get a playoff run. You may have a better chance at that playoff run out of that schedule that Tim read earlier with Missouri. Yeah, they got an MF of a schedule. God, I mean, that's up there with Georgia's that. next year. You probably oh, take dude, that. I thought that was fake. The one that I was reading? The LSU no, schedule? No, the Georgia Oh, the one. Georgia schedule's sick. Dude. Michigan's too. Michigan plays, I think. They play Texas. They in play addition Texas, to Washington. USC. Yeah, you assume they're all in their conference. Washington. Yeah, they're. Oh, my. God, I love the Big Ten now. Completely changed. Now, how many teams are in the Big Ten now? Uh, 16? <laughs> is it, are 16. they up to 16? They just yeah. added four. Yeah, then it's 16. 18. They got 18 now. Yep. I, Big 18. I can't that Flousey <laughs> almost choked. Yeah, I almost choked. That That's so many teams. And Where? I love the Big Ten map when you watch the Big Ten network. They do that intro. They do a map. Yeah. And there's a map. I mean, you have yeah. to do a show. It starts to the furthest west has been Lincoln, right? Yeah. And now, and we're now just going to have to shoot California over the Pacific Ocean. To New York. Now, they're going to have to go in divisions, right? A west division with Eventually. Washington, Oregon. Why well, don't they USC, call it, UCLA? how about this, legends and leaders? No, don't do that. I don't that See, failed. that was the dumbest thing they've ever done. Yeah, well, they got away They knew that. They got away from that. Where did the other the teams that were left behind in the Pac-12 go? It's the Pac-2. I mean, there's two Oregon teams State left, right? and Washington State are going to play in the Mountain West. Yeah. Not, like, full-time. I think they get, they're going to play their schedule, though. Feels like a bridge. And Arizona and Arizona State went to the Big 12. Where'd they go? Yes. Crickets. <laughs> Did you see They went somewhere. I am, if, if I had to bet, I would bet Big 12. Okay, uh, Big 12 for 2024. They'll have 16 teams in the Big 12, including oh, Arizona, okay. Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Yeah. That? So that's a better conference than it was. For That was a, a nice pickup for them, and for the a tw- conference that was on the ropes there for a while. And Arizona is trending right now in football, Big by time. the way. Did you see the flying pre- under the radar trending. Bear down. I saw that as a preseason by some college football writer. He is verified. I can't. Is this Talty? It's not. <laughs> New Talty. And by the way, I brought Talty. I brought Talty to life. You did. I did. That was one of my favorites. But they have Missouri as preseason seventeenth, Arizona thirteenth. It it looked just weird. Yeah. Is, you is think it, Missouri should be higher? Is that reason? I think Missouri should be in the top ten next year. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I just don't know what everybody else has, honestly. Yeah. And then there's the spring portal as well. So, oh yeah. Anyone doing like rankings for next year? Oh, right don't now? you? If you go after no. Joe Lenardi's bracketology. Yeah, come on, Illinois is a four seed. They're doing some engagement farming. But mm. Lenardi, I like that. Don't you like that term, engagement no, farming? I, don't like I mean, it. that is essentially our business now. Engagement, yeah. engagement farming. Farming. That's right. Yeah, you got Missouri going Still to what like ball it. at what time against two? <laughs> it's just right. amazing. Well, and, Lenardi, then actually, and then people like go, "Yeah, did you read that?" I go, "Why would I?" It's like a fantasy. It's just somebody like us making it up to put right. on a website. It's amazing, and that's the business. Mm-hmm. Wow, how come the business doesn't pay well? Because it's a terrible job, <laughs> and we're doing dumb things. Yeah, I can't wait for UGA's schedule next year. Nice that they scheduled the game in Austin the same weekend of F1. Best bet is to stay in San Antonio that weekend. That's from Al in mm-hmm. Dadeville. Well, I guess 
I guess the Big 12 now stretches from Arizona to West Virginia, right? Yeah. That's a cross-country conference as well as, as the Big 10. The SEC still kind of makes some geographical sense. And they're about the only ones left that, that does. Well, nothing makes any sense. Why is, nice. why is SLU playing in the A-10? Don't get yeah. Doug going. Yeah, huh. that was bad, right? Well, they they can't even win in the A-10, so I I, I hope they don't go to any higher conference. Well, the, the A-10's not a horrible basketball conference. They get St. Bonaventure wears brown. Just <laughs> any, that alone is how you judge the conference that has brown at the go-to color for the university. It's the A-10 is terrible. Well, there, there's I'm a lot sorry. of schools. And I love going to SLU basketball games. I think SLU should be a better program than what it currently is. Yeah, I agree with that. But there are a lot of schools in the A-10 that line up with SLU in terms of they don't have football, yep. it's a Catholic school, it's a private school. A lot of the A-10 schools are just like that. I would say where SLU is at, it's com- that's where they should be. You can still call it a terrible conference in terms of basketball as a whole. Yeah. But yeah just, uh, have you seen LaSalle's gym? Mm. There's Again, just no natural. That's another you enjoy reason. that, you'll love UMass's football stadium. <laughs> I'd still much one prefer one. to see St. Louis like U back in the Missouri Valley. I think least, that's way better. At least SIU and Missouri State, at least there's some natural rivalry. Yeah, that was there. my only point. Not that it's a bad conference for them as far as the other schools and similarities, but as far as geographically, you're playing all these teams on the East Coast. Yeah. You still have to be a super fan to even know who all is in the A-10. After years of the Billikens being in there, UMass, you'd still have to Duquesne, really... Fordham. <laughs> I, there's a lot of them. Sal. Well, yeah, Dayton. I could name a few of them. Whether I could name all of them, I don't know. Not you get into the George Washingtons and the... George Washington. You're thinking of George Mason. George Mason. Who, what? See, isn't George Washington in there? They're not. Mm-hmm. Nope. You know, you oh, yeah, about, they are. They are. By Jarvis and the job he's doing at GW. Yep. Yeah, they're in there. St. Joseph's. Yeah. See, I think college football... I think they should just scrap the NCAA... And have players have contracts with universities. So they play it ever all year, barring injuries. They play in the bowl game because it's contract. They get money. The NCAA can't get their sticky little fingers into anything that they want because they're clinging on to relevance. Mm-hmm. And you do a 22-team uh, playoff system, and you just play 8 to 10 regular season games. You get rid of the butt asses, play straight up one non-conference, the rec conference game. Like, that's just so much better than the bowl games are a joke. After this year, I can't yeah. believe they would continue the bowl system. I can't believe I don't know this, but is Notre Dame in a conference in football? No. No. Okay, I didn't think they joined yet. They they were for the purpose of the COVID season. They were in the ACC. They, they get play that, an ACC. Yeah. They get that NBC money in football, so they don't want to share it. And I uh, wouldn't if I were them either. Uh, Doug, why don't you tell me about Brown and Crouppen, because if uh, memory serves, uh, they are the title sponsor of this presentation. They are, and we've grown to love them already. We have one of them in uh, once a week. Oftentimes it's uh, Ed Herman or Andy Crouppen. Terry Crouppen has been in. They're all delightful gentlemen, and they'd love the chance to represent you if you should have a potential personal injury case. And if you've heard them talk, you know that uh, you would like to work with them. Great guys, absolutely great guys. Brilliant attorneys, been around for a long time now in St. Louis. Their law firm started here in 1979. They got a new office down there in Soulard. Brown and Crouppen, very much a part of the community, and the they hill. value that. They do. What's that? Aren't they on the hill? Yes, they are on the hill. You said I said Soulard. Okay. Well, I'm glad you corrected that. Thank you. Because it's a fabulous <laughs> new building down there on the hill. It I is. just drove by, and I still call it Soulard. But it is the hill. It's right across the street Iggy from Ragazzi's. Nice going, Iggy. <laughs> But they're part of the community, not just in the hill. They're also 
probably sometimes they dip their toes in Soulard as well. I think that's what I was getting at. They're involved in many charities, some of them involving Soulard charities, everything from Annie Malone and Sister Strut to Stray Rescue. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them at 314-222-2222. That's 314-ALL-TWOS. Or go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure you let them know you heard about it here on TMA. Why would you use Brown and Crouppen? Oh, I don't know. They get, give you a free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis. No upfront costs at all to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. And they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. They are the go-to personal injury attorneys in St. Louis. That's Brown and Crouppen. There it is. And James Carlton, a loyal sponsor of this program and the Tim McCurney Show podcast, for that matter. And Jackson and I will be live again today at 11.15 on the YouTube TMA channel. Uh, 349 five-star reviews for James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves. Plowhawk's a client, I'm a client, and you can become one as well just by going to carltoninsurance.net. One of the reviews right here, uh, it's from Lisa David, and she says, I am very happy with the service I received from this office. I especially loved that I could handle almost everything via email with the exception of one phone call. See, some people just don't, I don't want to get on the phone. I understand no, that, no. and that's what they, I, God, I don't know if I have, outside of talking to James, I don't know if I'm ever on the phone with anybody there, and I've been with them for five years now. Catherine was quick to return emails and answer my questions. I'm so pleased. There's another endorsement from a client of James Carlton. The number is 314-961-4800. To go online at carltoninsurance.net. One of the best conversations I ever had was with my father, oh, about six years ago, and he said, you got a responsibility now with a child to make sure that everything that you have when it comes to money, insurance, is with the best people and not just with people who you're friends with. And I go, God, that just makes it. That's not about, oh, having an awkward conversation and parting ways with somebody. Sometimes you got to do it. You know what you do? You just walk up, <laughs> sorry, it's over. You didn't yeah. do the job. Yeah. Make the switch to James Carlton, 314-961-4800, and you will experience the difference that he and his office provide. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air, official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. Podcast sponsor of our email of the day. If you run into any issues... With your furnace, go to designairservice.com and work with the great Seth Goldcamp and his staff. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Buck Swope and Brian Henshin, bowl executive with wins so far in 2024. Coming up, Plowhawk just popped up in my uh, timeline yesterday, the Rory McIlroy comments. I actually went and watched the interview last night. It's on a... Uh, program, and I guess it's over in, I don't know if it's in Ireland or in Great Britain, but either way, uh, it's a program called Stick to Sports, and I think it's on the Sky Network. Sky Stick to football. Stick, Stick to, to football. football. Stick to football, yeah. I looked at it, and it's, like, it's only like, they have like 19,000 followers or subscribers. Is that right? Because yeah. it's such a good show. Yeah, because I was surprised that he goes on something like that that really doesn't have a huge following. But, uh, but I mean, he's a big, you know, soccer they call it, of course, football fan. And Roy Keane's on the show. And I'm sure soccer fans know all the guys right away. I didn't. But the interview is so good. And you can watch all these podcasts now on YouTube. I mean, that's, I wish like hell when I started my podcast and all the great guests that the Sea Monster was booking. Holy crap, that we were on YouTube because people would be able to go back and watch those things. You can, of course, listen to them. But it's a lot different being able to watch these things. Because I've been doing that with Stern Show on Sirius 
and now uh, in the Sirius app, and now you can watch all these things on YouTube. So I went back and I watched it last night, and uh, these guys really hit him with some questions, and it wasn't done in an unfriendly way, but because it's a loose atmosphere, I think he really had some self-reflection and honest answers. And then what he said yesterday in this interview, which, again, you can watch on YouTube, and it's called Stick to Football, uh, and it's the Sky Sports Channel or Sky Network, whatever the hell it is, Phil Mickelson tweeted a response to it this morning, and we will play a couple of clips because, uh, Doug, I Mm. think what you're about to hear may surprise you. Oh, will I be shocked? And is my family at risk? (laughs) And your pets. And oh, your elderly neighbors. <laughs> I should check, check on them. Check on the no loved ones. That's exactly should right. Should I wear a hat? Well, put the you on. don't need to anymore. I always do, oh, but you don't need to anymore. Put the, the mitts tufts. on, though. Uh, yeah, those mitts brought to you by EDF. It is coming your way. I'm anxious to plow hawk to hear what you have to say after you hear yeah. these and then also Mick- yeah. what Mickelson said. Uh, that is coming up next. Uh, also, the return of the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown, all coming your way here on TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.